Muggles with Attitude is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that Armadillo's spit is poisonous? Which is too bad because it's delicious. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, is, uh, that, is that why everything in armadillo tastes tastes delicious? Yeah, that's yeah. that's why they are all uh, you know a little on the rotund side because they just they can't stop eating because <laughs> everything tastes good. They're, they're sleek. <laughs> I actually am pretty jealous of armadillos. For more armadillo facts and to find out how you can access episodes a day early, check us out at Patreon.com/armadillopodcastingclub. Hello there, you're listening to Muggles with Attitude. We're reading J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series of fantasy novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're going to be reading chapters 26 through the end of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, the sixth book in the Harry Potter series. Last time... Previously, Harry learns from his shockingly effective house elf intel network that Malfoy's been hanging out and plotting in the Room of Requirement. Harry's pretty annoyed about this because he's pretty sure he called dibs on that room last year. Uh, Harry finally decides to do the job that Dumbledore keeps going on about, and so he horks the line of luck juice and gets, <laughs> gets Slughorn so drunk he doesn't know his own name. Clearly a plot too delicately nuanced for Harry to pull off in other circumstances. So with his goal achieved, Harry goes straight to Dumbledore, who doesn't ask too many questions about what Harry had to do to get it. Uh, and they both learn that Voldemort has been hiding little pieces of his soul in random knickknacks he's found lying around, like some kind of super dark scavenger hunt. Uh, drunk on victory, Harry uses a random mystery spell to open Malfoy up like a can of tuna. <laughs> it turns out, surprisingly, that that's against the rules of Hogwarts, so Harry has to miss his wizard sports ball game. But as a consolation prize, he totally hooks it up with Ginny and gets to go on his first ride-along adventure with Dumbledore. Nice. Yeah. Horks up some luck juice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. It's good luck. <laughs> Chapter 26, The Cave. Well, they've they've apparated to this really creepy cave where apparently Dumbledore, excuse me, where Voldemort had terrorized some small children many, many years ago. So I gotta say, one of my biggest takeaways from this is that British vacations are depressing. Like, they take orphans to a random village on a cliff so they can look at the waves. That's, like, that's sad, right? When it's not raining. Right, that's, that's true. I mean, they didn't say it wasn't raining. They're just like, well, yeah, sometimes it's cold and sometimes it's wet. But at least they can look at the waves. I think that's kind of all of England, though. Yeah, I don't know. I, every time I hear uh, people talking about going on holiday, you know, like comedians and stuff from the, the UK, it seems like this is a... A common theme that they go to some like shitty village and it's just like there's nothing there. It's just like, yep, we're in a different village than where we started out. <laughs> That's the holiday. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess unless you're wealthy enough to go to where? Where do the British people like to go? In? France. France. Yeah, south of France or something. Mm-hmm. Tahiti. Tahiti. Really? Mallorca. Mallorca. Hey, where's that? Uh, it's a Spanish island, right? Yeah. 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 Spain. Sunny Spain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So jealous of that. But I digress. They go into this big creepy cave. Uh-huh. That's totally not... Um, what was the name in Lord of the Rings? What was the name of the mines? Oh, Moria? Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing that the, <laughs> the door... Except instead of it being some sort of like riddle, speak friend and enter, Dumbledore just like cuts himself and smacks his hand against the wall. <laughs> I love this. It's like, you have to pay a terrible price to enter Voldemort's cave. 
a blood price. And even Dumbledore's like, seriously? Really? <laughs> like, this affirms our, our belief that Voldemort hasn't aged beyond, like, a 12-year-old or something. He's <laughs> like, you know what's really bad? Blood. You have to use, <laughs> you have to use your blood to open the door. And or, sorry. Dumbledore's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Harry Potter's me like, you want my blood? <laughs> and Dumbledore's like, uh, I mean, okay, not, not this time, Harry. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate knowing it's on the, the offer's on the table. <laughs> Yeah, especially with everything Dumbledore's been through, he's like, I've got a like burned off hand. Like a little bit of blood is nothing. He cuts the burned off hand too, by the way. Like mm-hmm. I, I notice it's like, oh, oh okay. I mean that's smart though, because yeah. like all the he's nerve got his good hand dead, and his like, shitty hands. Well, that's gonna say it's the crappy hand, right? It's like, the blood hand. Like now. If, it, if it needs a finger or something, you take the crappy little withered finger, right? <laughs> this is the one he's gonna use to get stuff out of the disposal, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's actually the eighth book in the Harry Potter series. <laughs> Dumbledore getting shit out of the disposal. Yeah. Harry Potter and the dodgily and wired disposal. <laughs> just going to say Harry Potter and the joys of home ownership. <laughs> His greatest challenge yet. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just imagining Voldemort. Like in like a, I don't know, like a refrigerator repairman outfit, like trying to sneak in. <laughs> ah, Mr. Potter, I've... Broken your ice dispenser. Yeah. Did you forget to pay your home warranty, Mr. Potter? <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that. Oh. Um, and I've discovered I have a new biggest nightmare in the world. Uh-huh. Dead people in, like, dead zombie things in water. Because oh, yeah. they're just surrounded by that. It's nasty, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I-, I love this because they go in there and Harry's like, hey, why don't we try this shitty charm I learned in my first year? He's like, oh, yeah. that'll probably work, right? <laughs> he's, he's like, why don't we just Accio it? And Dumbledore gives him this great look like, try it. <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens, Harry. He's like, oh, it didn't work? Huh? Okay. Uh, the most powerful dark wizard in the world of all time somehow protected against your crappy baby magic. I mean, you guys are, so are talking a big thing here, but they literally got into the cave just by like cutting their finger and going like that. That's true. I mean, Dumbledore didn't know it wasn't going to work, but he's like, I'm not going to try it. I mean, yeah, like, probably whoever, because chance whoever does it gets vaporized instantly. So Dumbledore was just like, okay, let's just light it up, Harry. I'm on Harry's side because Voldemort always tries to make things as insanely complicated as they need to be, more than they ever possibly need to be. So, like, I think trying for the simple solution first is a good idea. Sure. Absolutely. You're right. This is the, the first thing to do. Let's, what if... Yeah, what if we could just do this? What if it was that easy? Also, I think that the idea of, like, a dead body, like, breaching like a whale is kind of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is creepy. Mm-hmm. Super creepy. And Harry proceeds to ask, like, this, like, tirade of stupid questions. He's like, do you think we're going to have to go into the lake? He's like, uh, I hope not. <laughs> you don't think it's at the bottom? Oh, no, I think it's in the middle. It's like, you know, that, gr- that glowing <laughs> green light over there? <laughs> I think that's probably where it is. Oh, Professor Dumbledore, you're so smart. <laughs> Like, Harry's a bad sidekick. <laughs> or maybe he's a great sidekick. Maybe this is like... He does his job. He right? keeps the narrative going. <laughs> yeah. Whatever is going to happen, Harry Potter will make it happen. Uh, uh, I thought this whole scene... Apparently Dumbledore knows all this secret magic that nobody else knows. Because Harry Potter is like a... He's a junior in high school, right? Effectively now. He's, yeah. He uh, should know... Maybe even senior, I think. I don't... I think... He's something like that. Yeah. He should know pretty much almost everything. Or at least the basics, right? He should know about sub-vocal magic or whatever the stuff Dumbledore is doing. Sure. Mm-hmm. But Dumbledore just has all, all this stuff that Harry Potter has no idea what he's doing. And 
Is that just how wizarding is? They don't actually teach you this stuff in schools? I mean, it's so like weirdly esoteric though, right? Like we don't even know what's going on there. So think about the fact that, well, okay, just comparing Harry and Hermione, Hermione knows way more stuff than Harry does, right? Because she's mm-hmm. done, done all these extra classes, like ancient runes and shit. I assume that there are other ways to do magic that Harry just, like, he didn't take those electives, you know? Yeah, <laughs> because so. at some point, at one point, Dumbledore says, like, I recognize Tom Riddle's magic. Like, everybody, apparently people have their own, like, signature style. Yeah, like that. Which is very interesting. That jumped out at me. Like, how does Harry not know about this? Yeah. Isn't that something that you would know, having been around a bunch of wizards for the last six years or whatever? Maybe yeah. if you're a good wizard? Maybe maybe everything Dumbledore says in this chapter should be in a real patronizing tone of voice. (laughs) Well, Harry. As you should have learned in your seventh year charms class. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of just depending on Hermione to take notes and do your homework for you. Yeah. But anyway, Dumbledore, maybe he just uses the spell Harry doesn't know, the plot to move, move alongest. (laughs) Plot to move alongest. Uh, but Dumbledore finds a little boat and they ride in the boat over the dead bodies and they get to an island and there's, it's not a pensieve. Yeah, it looks like a pensieve. It does. Um, and But Harry, instead of <laughs> Narrowly trying to stick resists his hand in there. He just it. tries to stick his hand in there instead. <laughs> That's right. He's like, oh, it's just, like jams his hand in there. Oh, I, I can't get my hand in there. <laughs> Dumbledore's like, oh, I guess not. <laughs> you know what? In six years, Harry has grown a little. He's gone from trying to jam his face into unknown liquid to trying to jam his hand into it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. a step that's up. True. I mean, Dumbledore is right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, if Dumbledore like, wasn't here, it'd probably be open season. <laughs> That's a good point. He'd be at the bottom of that lake <laughs> wrestling with those undead people. Uh, so they find a, a basin full of wizard juice and the only way to get the, the thing out of it is to just drink it. Yeah, there's yeah. a bucket at the bottom. Yeah, pretty sure I played a drinking game like this in college. This is like Edward Forty Hands. <laughs> and but even like, if I collapse, keep putting <laughs> alcohol in my mouth. Keep pouring beer down my throat. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, this, this felt really artificial to me honestly uh-huh. he's like okay yeah and we're gonna like here's the secret trap but I know how to get through it and here's this other secret thing that's an invisible boat but I know how to make it invisible and then this is like there's nothing else we can do we couldn't just get a team of movers in here and move this bowl to the Hogwarts or something mm-hmm. I've gotta drink it and don't ask why that's right why didn't they just try to levitate the bowl or something yeah, right? Or or why didn't they <clears throat> scoop out the stuff and pour it on the ground? Why didn't they get somebody they didn't like and make them drink it? Why didn't they make Hagrid drink it, who's super tough? Well, you know what occurred to me is they have somebody who has to do whatever they say. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, you are just as evil as Voldemort. I mean, just bring a creature around, right? <laughs> I don't know how many... How I was going to say Dobby, because Dobby likes doing bad things. <laughs> Being told to do bad things. Dobby does what he's asked. Creature, you know, I mean, he has to do it, so. Yeah, yeah, creature. Yeah. Creature, drink eight glasses of that poison. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much of this poison juice you can fit in the house elf, but I mean to find out. <laughs> That's so evil. Creature's evil-ish. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely making him drink poison. Yeah. Either way, I would say, like, this, this is, a this is to me, this is kind of fucked up, but, like, it seems like Harry takes to it surprisingly well. Like, He's he just leans into it immediately, like he's like, oh, you, you have to keep drinking, Professor. Oh yeah, yeah, this will make you feel better. Oh, you're thirsty, drink it. You know, like it didn't feel like he was troubled by that. 
I, I, I think it was. He says yeah. he was disgusted with himself and he was repulsed. And yeah. But he I, I, had to do what Dumbledore said, which is you have to follow my directions no matter what. Yeah, I hear what Micah's saying because he like it, it's it's said like in the text Harry Potter really hated what he was doing, but he he did it immediately and he came up with clever new ways to do it over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dumbledore's like, please kill me, and Harry Potter's like, yeah, this will kill you. <laughs> Which, I mean, he, he might, that might be true. The, you know? the whole thing, actually starting from that, the chapter where Dumbledore was talking about Tom Riddle's history, just feels super contrived, this yeah. whole thing. But like, yeah. honestly, if one were cynical, you would think that Dumbledore had arranged this all as a big show for Harry Potter to convince him of something, because it, it seems totally unbelievable to me. Mm. I, it, 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 yeah, I think it's... And Dumbledore I, didn't even hesitate. He's just like, look at that. I'm probably supposed to drink it. Like, there's nothing, there's not even, like, text on there that says you have to drink it. Mm-hmm. I'm just assuming that's what this is, you know? Did they try to evaporate it? No. No, yeah. The oh. only thing they tried to do is put a hand in it. I think they tried... No, I think they did try and <laughs> siphon it off. I think somebody did try... Well, I think Dumbledore said you can't siphon it off. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's just true. like, well, I assume that Voldemort would have, you know, thought of all these things. So let's just not try anything. And I, I felt... Weird to me. You know what kind of horcrux he did, could have done instead? A pebble <laughs> in that lake, or oh, literally yeah. anywhere on the It'd entire drop ocean. Drop it into the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That would have been a really good horcrux. Yeah. But maybe you have to check up on your horcruxes every now and then. Maybe. I mean, do you think Voldemort comes and checks on this horcrux regularly? It doesn't seem like it. But it seems like it'd be a pain in the ass to get at. <laughs> I mean, if he does, then there's got to be a way to do it besides drinking all the poison, right? Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Unless he just brings some asshole with him every time. Oh, like... yeah, yeah. And then he puts him in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of people in the lake. That's how many times he's visited this horcrux. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, they get the, the they get the thing drained, and then Harry has to go and activate the lake zombie trap. Because, mm-hmm. you know... That's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, I guess he needs some water. I guess I'm going to go do this. Yeah, but and uh, there's a magic enchantment around that just makes it so that you can't make water for free like like wizards can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was a little strange. If only they thought to bring a bottle with them. A bottle of water, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have all been prevented. But they managed to get out. Uh, uh, sorry, one more thing. I do love that uh, Dumbledore told him how to deal with the zombies, and Harry completely forgot in like the, <laughs> the 30 seconds that they were there. Mm-hmm. It's like, fire. Okay, these things hate fire. They hate light. They hate warmth, which is fire. Right, Harry? And Harry's like, got it. And then, like, and they, yeah, then the zombies come out, and he's like, I'm going to give them warty tongues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, time for the bat bogey hex on you, undead. It was kind of a fun callback to Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, though. Remember when Hermione forgets that she's supposed to use fire at the on like one of the last oh, things? Oh yeah! Like, come on, use fire. Are you a witch or not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he drank dead person water, which is super gross. Yeah, though that's a good point. That lake yeah. water was probably not clean. Mm-mm. Well, definitely not. He's clean. gonna get cholera uh, at least. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wizard cholera, <laughs> <laughs> which is so much worse. <laughs> but they get the locket and they manage to get out. Yeah, and. Uh, they apparate out, right? Mm-hmm. Which seems like a terrible idea. Harry does not have a license to apparate, and as far as I know, he's not particularly good at it, right? And side along is supposed to be even harder, yeah, which he, is what he's trying to do. There's, he's so lucky he didn't splinch them both because he doesn't know how to fix that. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I know, right? Uh-huh. That was the end. It's of the been series. a much shorter, yeah. Yeah. J.K. actually only wanted to do six books, but her. You know, they can, yeah. her publisher convinced her to do a seventh. She's like, okay, I'll go back and change that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some notes from editing. You know the scene at the end where they both instantly die and the Dark Lord wins? <laughs> what if instead something else happened? Mm-hmm. Chapter 27, The Lightning Struck Tower. 
Harry successfully brings them back to Hogsmeade. Surprisingly. Yes. Dumbledore is not doing well, and he keeps asking over and over again for Snape. Snape. But Madame Rosmerta, the barmaid, meets them and points out that, hey, that there's a dark mark over the school. So that's definitely the place that Harry wants to go charging into, right? Of course, naturally. He's like, Dumbledore's weekend, and I just got back from this crazy mission. Let's go towards those Death Eaters. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. I mean, it's very dramatic. Yeah, it is. It is. So they fly back to the school, and Harry's going to go get Snape. They land on the t- highest tower or whatever. Mm-hmm. Harry's going to go get Snape when somebody shows up and disarms Dumbledore. Yeah, but not before Dumbledore stuns or freezes. I don't uh, Somehow immobilizes. Yeah. I think they do, he does the body-binding curse thing. Petrificus Totalis? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and he's still under the invisibility cloak, so nobody knows he's there except for Dumbledore. Yeah, this... So, coming back to what you were saying before, Jeff, this feels like how you weaponize Harry Potter, right? <laughs> like, first you uh, make him torture the thing, the closest thing that he has to a father. Like, just, like, kill any, like, empathy that's in his heart, right? Mm-hmm. And then you make him watch as somebody kills that that father figure. Mm-hmm. Now that you've just made yourself, like, right. a, yeah, a weapon. Uh, thoroughly radicalized at this point. Right. <laughs> it's Malfoy. Yeah, so he's been working out, like, a backdoor to Hogwarts. This, this um, the vanishing cabinet that Montague got lost in, apparently, right. is... And so far... Nobody has expressed any concern for Montague in either of these books, right? Yeah. Well, they found, like, they got him back out again. Well, yeah, he got himself back out. Yeah, yeah. He apparated. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> into a out toilet? Of, out of panic. Didn't, didn't he, end up he ever They ended up finding him in a toilet, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I would like to point out, though, who shoved Montague in the cabinet in the first place? Fred and George, right? Yeah. yeah. So if Fred and George hadn't shoved Montague in the cabinet, and then they would have never realized that there were these oh. pairs mm. of cabinets. That's right. Fred and George, it's their fault that... The, the downside of having team chaos on your side. <laughs> Sometimes it's not good chaos. Yeah. But apparently these vanishing cabinets are all it takes to bypass Dumbledore's defenses? Like, that, that seemed kind of crazy to me, that, the, that this, is, this is a way around all those shields and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. It's been hidden in the Room of Requirement, the one that has all the, all the shit in it. Yeah, and that's, so that's what Malfoy's been trying to fix all this time, is the, yeah. the busted vanishing cabinet. And it turns out Harry was right about a lot of stuff. Draco's the one who's been trying to kill Dumbledore, and he accidentally got Katie Bell and Ron instead. Um, which he did through Imperius seeing Madame Rosmerta. So she poisoned the meat that was for Dumbledore and um, put the put the necklace in her bathroom for Katie Bell to get. I wonder how that necklace was supposed to get Dumbledore. I, I think we talked about this when we first, like, it seemed like a strange thing to send to Dumbledore. They, I think he had Imperius Katie and she was under orders to bring it to Dumbledore. So it didn't matter what it was. It wasn't like, oh, Dumbledore loves gem necklaces or whatever. I mean, he yeah. could. I mean, yeah. he, he is a flashy dresser. Like, we've, we've heard descriptions of what he wears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's probably like, ooh, those emeralds look great with my, my smoking jacket. <laughs> smoking robes. My smoking robes. The, the purple ones. <laughs> but apparently Dumbledore knew all of this, but he didn't confront Draco before because he knew that Draco was in contact with Voldemort and Voldemort could just read his mind and kill him and his family. Why Rosmerta? Like that that struck me as a really strange choice as like a person to Imperius if you're gonna like get someone inside the fold, right? I mean it kind of makes sense to me. Like I think I mean Dumbledore has a pretty good um idea of what's going on within Hogwarts 
one could argue. Yeah. Um, but outside of Hogwarts, I think it'd be a little easier. And like the barmaid, like she interacts with a whole lot of people, both students and um, adults. So. But while Draco is arguing with Dumbledore about how he's totally going to kill him, which he doesn't seem like he wants to do at all. Yeah, Dumbledore actually kind of talks him down from it. I was, this was like, he he talks him in this like circular conversation about how, you know, you're not really going to kill me. And it seems to be kind of working. Yeah. It doesn't seem like Malfoy really wants to do it, particularly. Yeah. Um, three Death Eaters show up, though, including Fenrir Greyback, the creepy wolfy guy. Yeah. Who is now my favorite wizard. Why is that? He's awesome. He's like, I just love eating people so much that I even do it when I'm in human form now. Fenrir Greyback, yeah. Like, he just completely leans into the werewolf identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got, like, the sharp teeth and the, the claws, I guess. Right, yeah. Because cannibal wizard. I mean, Badass. he's leaning into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, like, grew his hair out, like, in a wolfy fashion. Mm-hmm. Do they say why his teeth and nails are like that? Because I know that lupins aren't like that. I mean, yeah. it, it's cosmetic, right? He's got to have done that. Oh, like, you think he did it to himself? It's part of his thing, mm. you know? It's all, all the better to eat people with. Yeah, right? And I like, all these other Death Eaters seem kind of lame. This guy, now that's a Death Eater. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, he's eating people. Right, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, it seems like Draco was not going to do it, like Mm-mm. like you said. So, uh, Snape shows up and coup de grace him right off the tower. Yep. Bye-bye, Dumbledore. Why is it okay for Snape to do it, but not, like, Fenrir was going to do it, right? And they're like, no, you can't kill him. And then Snape shows up, he's like, well, it's okay for me to do it. Why? You know what that is? Because the plot needs Snape to do it. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. I didn't know if there was any, like, hierarchical the, reason. The in-universe, the in-universe explanation is that Voldemort's orders were for Malfoy to do it, so they had to wait for Malfoy to do it. Mm-hmm. Right, but... Which doesn't make much sense. Well, no, I mean, like, I, I, I think that makes a little bit sense to me, because it's like, the, the point is that it's like a... It's supposed to be a punishment for uh, Malfoy's family that, like, he's forced to do it, which makes him, like, all in when they probably didn't want him involved in this shit. They could help it. Mm-hmm. But once he kills Dumbledore, he's, like, you know, he's, he's, he's dead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just didn't understand because, like, when Fenrir tried to do it, they're like, no, you can't do that. But Snape walked in and he's like, well, I'm going to do it. And they're like, okay. You know, yeah. I just thought that was strange. Maybe Snape doesn't work for them. Yeah, I guess not. And Snape, um, so he's fulfilled, remember, that the very, very beginning of the of the book is um, Unbreakable Vow. Oh, no, I got that part. I was just curious why the other right. Death Eaters didn't try and stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so Snape kills Dumbledore. Snape kills Dumbledore. Which is one of the biggest spoiler things. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. the one thing I knew about these books before we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that Snape, Snape killed Dumbledore. Yeah. Fair enough. Chapter 28, Flight of the Prince. Harry is freed from the spell that Dumbledore put on him, because Dumbledore's dead. Snape grabs Draco, gets away, and when they get out of the tower, there's a big old battle going on. Yes, Harry's like in rampage mode. He's like running and blasting. He's like, I don't even care who I shoot. Blam, blam, blam. Berserker mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rampage! Yeah! He catches up with Snape and tries to attack him, but he's thwarted. Um, and then we have our big reveal. Jeff, how much did your eyes roll? Of course he's the Half-Blood Prince. <laughs> Who else could it have been? Yeah, I, I don't know. I was I really... I it's weird that he decided to say it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was rooting for Hermione's theory. <laughs> that random... Uh... Yeah, it's this other person named Prince. Yeah, Unrelated. of course, why not? Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he gets in a, a magic fight with Harry, and for the first time ever, he says, I, the Half-Blood Prince, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean... He was, uh, I guess, I guess he was like, irritated that Harry kept trying to use his own spells. Like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. 
You didn't figure it out. Come on. <laughs> Jeff figured it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Harry's super pissed that Snape is getting away because he really wanted to kill him. Oh, he like, really he's been wanting to kill, to kill that guy all book. Or all series. All series, and now he really? had really good reason to. I know. He's like, this is my chance. Mm-hmm. And Snape gets away. Snape yeah. does get away. Yeah. They return to the castle. Uh, the Death Eaters have gone. But Dumbledore's super dead. Yeah, they, he's super, super dead. They go check. They're like, oh, yeah. Yep. Super dead. That guy's dead, all right. Yep. Harry gets the locket from Dumbledore's body, and it is not the right one. Oh, I know. Not even a real Horcrux. Ouch. Womp womp. That was not Harry's best quest. So, mm-hmm. if one were cynical... Mm-hmm. And one thought that this whole thing was kayfabe, right? It's uh-huh. just a show uh-huh. that Dumbledore is putting on in order to launch his army of child soldiers, wizards, right. Right. at Dumbledore. At then, Voldemort. At, at Voldemort. Same yeah, person. Yeah. Whatever. Same person. <laughs> no. Uh, then he would have done all this stuff, but he wouldn't have wanted Harry to actually get the real Horcrux. He would have swapped it for, you know, a fake one. Mm-hmm. Well, as, as he himself, you know. Hide off to his little hidey hole. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So So... Dumbledore, it, maybe Dumbledore set up the whole cave, right? Like, the cave never had a Horcrux in it. Uh, right. Well, yeah, maybe it didn't. Yeah. Right? Or maybe Dumbledore just palmed it. Oh, ooh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Dumbledore palmed it, and in, and the, and he kept it when he swapped in this body mm. of his twin brother. <laughs> uh, Mumbledore? <laughs> oh, Bumbledore. Yeah. Or maybe. <laughs> oh. oh! Yeah, Ralbus Bumbledore. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 The pieces are all there. Put the puzzle together, sheeple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, because there's a note inside the locket saying that somebody named R.A.B. got that Horcrux and tried to destroy it. Yeah. Robus, Albert, <laughs> R- Bumbledore. <sorry. laughs> Bumbledore. I mean, yeah, Bumbledore is his brother who's bad at everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right. He's not as good of a wizard, so yeah. disposable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what happened to all the cool magic they used to do? They're just like sort of dashing around and shooting each other with lasers like Star Wars now. Yeah, well, I mean, like, they're, they're just, like, hexes and curses. They're the same kinds of things. Like, probably, like, they, there was a stupefy. I think someone got stupefied. Yeah, but it's, like, it's, they're blasting each other, and, like, they're dodging, you know? And, like, they're blue and red lasers. It's like she saw the movie before she read the, or wrote this book. It might be, yeah. I mean, she did, right? Did this book come out before any of the movies? No, right? She'd had them all plotted out, but, it, no, the book series had not been completely released by the time the movie started coming out. Yeah, so maybe she did. Maybe she decided this is what the, this is, maybe the movies influenced her imagination of what wizard fights looked like. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chapter 29, The Phoenix Lament. Bill was attacked by Fenrir Greyback. And but everyone else what's going to happen to him. Yeah, everybody else survived, so that's yeah. good. And, and you know what, honestly, mm-hmm. like, they're acting all morose, but, like, Bill got some sweet scars. Yeah, like, like this is... He's even cooler now. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, he is going to come out of this league. Like, he's, he's got them fighting a Death Eater werewolf, right? Like, his ponytail is no longer the coolest thing about this dude. He's right. going to, like, be rolling in ladies. Well, I mean, like, there's only one lady, I guess, at this point. But he could be rolling in ladies at this point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And he doesn't, uh, you know, he's already engaged, so he doesn't need to look good anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. So he can look awesome. I thought that scene was very moving when... Everybody thinks that Fleur is just going to disappear since Bill's not hot anymore. I thought that was a really pretty scene. She's yeah. like, I think I'm hot enough for both of us, and this just shows that he's brave. So, true, you know, yeah. back off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. And then she and Molly Weasley make amends, which was very sweet. That was good, yeah. Yeah, that was a good scene. 
we also get Malfoy's plot fleshed out, and it turns out he actually did a really solid job against the Dumbledore's army people, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, he had, like, like, they were waiting for him, right? And he comes out, and he's got his, like, hand of glory and, like, this blackout powder or whatever. Yeah, that's, like, good synergy on the, the, the combo there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Magic. He clearly does not suffer from Harry Potter's plan problem, you know? <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's got his shit figured out. He's ready to go. I know, that was like a whole year-long plan. He did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it worked. It, it, it worked. He, he accomplished he, everything. He just lost to. his nerve at the last minute. Yeah, that often happens. I mean, yeah. that's still a really big deal, though. He managed to fool... He managed to trick everybody in the Order and Dumbledore. Like, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, he probably put that on his resume, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh, I'm trying to think what it would look like in like resume language ease facilitated uh, yeah. <laughs> transfer of power. Took the lead in multidisciplinary project. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but not oh, and Snape attacked Flitwick. Like I was okay with everything. Like you know whatever. Dumbledore probably yeah. had it coming, but he attacked Flitwick. <laughs> Who attacks Flitwick? <laughs> killing Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, it's on- true. Honestly, Flitwick is probably one of my favorite of like the like the peripheral professors because yeah, he's, he's like great. he's super nice. He's like. Apparently he's an excellent dancer. Like you know, like that dude knows how to party. You know, like yeah. he's, I bet he's a good time. I bet he is a good time. He's yeah. in charge of like decorating the castle for the holidays, which is awesome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like he, he's a uh, he's charms, right? Mm. I bet charms. Like I bet there's a lot of cool stuff in the charms. Like oh, I would playbook, love that you know? class. That'd be so great. Yeah. Oh, also, I guess Tonks and Lupin are a thing now. And yeah. It's not weird or whatever. So that she that was him. what was up with Tonks. Yeah. yeah. Why did that change her Patronus? Because her Patronus changed to a wolf from whatever it was before. Oh, because she loves Lupin? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I... So that's why she was all like sad and stuff, because he thought he was too old and too werewolfy for her. Yeah. Well, he is. Yeah. So if you love something, then your Patronus could change into it? I guess anything, because they say, isn't it anything that involves like extremely strong emotions? So... Would that mean like Harry Potter's Patronus might be Harry Potter? Because he loves himself. Yeah, he's like you know he's like he's the baddest ass Harry Potter, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so he cast Patronus is just like another Harry yeah, Potter. Comes hey, out. It's the boy who lived, <laughs> <laughs> the chosen one. <laughs> Wait, uh, if Harry Potter casts Patronus, it's Harry Potter. Can his Patronus also cast a Patronus of Harry Potter? It would be yeah, but but when it casts a Patronus that is Harry Potter, it's the original Harry Potter, so it's a loop. Oh, okay, okay. So it's not a thread; it's a loop. All right, yeah. that makes. Me- Thank goodness, because I was like, I was going right. down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> Pretty silly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought this was a, a weird conclusion of Tonks' little story arc. Because what's been going on with her is that she's been showing up at weird times and looking weird, looking out of sorts. Mm-hmm. So it's just because she had a crush? Yeah. Apparently. I don't, why did that make her show up at weird times and then... Well, she was assigned to the castle. I think that was it. I think she was just on security detail. I think she was... Literally the person assigned to follow around Harry Potter in case he yeah, stumbled into a wizard. Yeah, didn't quite establish that. I, it, no. I, I agree. I, like, I, I forgot that this was the reason, and I thought there was some other thing going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'd forgotten when I read, and I may, have not, I may have just, like, not even noticed it when I'd read the book before, but they talk about how Dumbledore, when he and Harry left the castle at the beginning of the chapter, um, they had, he had set up Tonks and other people to be, like, guarding the castle anyway mm-hmm. and roaming and stuff but of course that didn't work out real well so she's an anamorph right yeah animagus animagus no, no no she's not an animagus she's a 
There's another name for Transmogrif- it. Transmogrif- no. Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, she's a Mighty Morphin Power she's Ranger. She's a Transmogramorph. A tra- uh, yeah, so can she morph into a wolf and can they have wolf sex? Yes. Probably. Almost certainly. Wait, I, can she turn into animals? Or can she only change into I different shapes? I think she can only humans? change her human appearance. Can she turn into a werewolf? She's not an animagus. A werewolf? When, yeah, they're, when they're, they're human. That's a good question. Yeah, maybe she could. Like, yeah, what are the she, bounds of her she transformation? She should just turn into a werewolf. Because, like, you know when werewolves live together, their cycles sync up. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. It's <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Um, McGonagall speaks with Harry, and Harry refuses to tell her what his mission is, but he says that he's going to keep on with it. So he's going to keep on looking for them horcruxes. I kind of think Harry should tell Professor McGonagall what's going on. Like, I feel like... Dumbledore assumed that Harry would stop following his orders after he died. Like, of course, this he probably feels... thought like an order to Harry Potter is like a shelf life of thirty minutes or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, when does it? Yeah, when when else does Harry tell, do what he's told? Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, nope, not going to tell you. You know, <laughs> May Oh, that's it. McGonagall's making it like a another order. So like, Harry's Harry probably would have told her if she hadn't asked. You know? Oh, right. She's like she trying to get out. He was like, nope, not going to do what you want. <laughs> He's matured a lot. Yeah. I, it's just, you know, I feel like... True, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I, he's just not telling her because Dumbledore said this is a super duper secret, right? Yeah. I think so. I think but that's McGonagall's true. trustworthy if anybody is. She seems more trustworthy than Snape. And I assume that Dumbledore tells Snape a lot of things. I think he's trying to keep it on a need-to-know thing only since Voldemort and his followers could cause a lot of... Um, could put her in a lot of danger. You know what they should tell? The newspaper. Tell everybody, right? Why is well, it a secret? So, I think... It, Get the freaking government ministry looking for the Horcruxes. So, I know the answer useful. to that. They, they don't want... Dumb, it's okay. They don't want Voldemort to know that they're destroying his Horcruxes because then he'll make more, right? So, this is like... the They they determine that he can't feel when he, they're destroying his Horcruxes. So, it is their, to their advantage for him not to know that they're going around killing them all because then he will think he's invincible when he's not. Uh, yeah, but, the, but you could also just have like every wizard in the whole world looking for horcruxes. But then Voldemort would make more. Like he, he, but he has to kill people, right? He, he, you can, I'm pretty sure all the wizards in the world can destroy his horcruxes faster than he can make more. I mean, yeah, that's And if all, he's spending all his time making more horcruxes, he's not <laughs> doing whatever it is he's trying to do. I don't even know what his plan is. Take over the world. Yeah. Kill a 16-year-old. I would tell Mad-Eye Moody, right? That guy can keep a secret. Mad-Eye's dead, remember? Is he? Isn't he dead? No, no, he Wait. was just in a box. Yeah. Oh, box. right, right. Sorry. I don't think he's dead. No. That dude. I, I'm pretty sure that dude's unkillable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and they're talking about whether they're going to close the school, which obviously they can't do that because there's still one more book. Duh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then McGonagall said, "We can't do it. We've only had six of these so far. <laughs> six? What, Professor? Shut up." <laughs> I like. I liked in this meeting how they get all the most important people at Hogwarts, which are the heads of all the houses and Hagrid and Harry Potter. That's and true. that's like the ruling council of Hogwarts. <laughs> that's right. They're like, what do you think, Hagrid? Well, I don't know. I, don't no, know. I, I think you guys should make the decisions. <laughs> Harry, we should, we should keep the school open. <laughs> well, that's what Harry said. <laughs> Harry gets a tie-breaking vote. He does. Yeah, yeah. Chapter 30, The White Tomb. Snape's mom's last name was Prince, which is why Snape was the half-blood prince. So Hermione was right all along. Because his mom's name was Prince. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. was, she was half right. Yeah, sort of. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, half blood, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, Dumbledore's funeral. His funeral sounds awesome. I want mermaids to serenade me when I die. Oh my gosh, yeah. Even in death, his shroud is like a really happening outfit. Oh, was it? I didn't even notice. It's like purple with gold, gold stars. stars on yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I do want to point out. So we don't know. Hermione's done some research, right? And right. we don't know who Rab is. But she did find someone named Rupert Axbanger Brookstanton, and I want to know more about this person. Axbanger. That means, I mean, does it mean like dude bangs axes? Sex with axes? Yeah, axe sex. Probably not, but there's probably a spell for that, right? (laughs) Wizards, they can do anything, right? I was just curious, like that's a a really interesting moniker. Um, So yeah, Dumbledore's funeral is off the hook, right? Like it is wild. Every character in the series turns out for this funeral. Mm Mm-hmm. Even Grop is there mm-hmm. in a suit. Yeah, must have found a big suit for him, right? They said that they were like, what did they say? As big as tarpaulins or something? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Dolphins? I think they said his suit was as big as a dolphin. <laughs> I don't think they did this time around. That's just Hagrid. Yeah. Yeah, the, there's a fire. The tomb like has fire before it closes, and there's centaurs shooting arrows. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got to say, the, the funeral still gets me a little bit. Like, I got a little misty-eyed reading it, I, I have to say. Just because, mm-hmm. like... The way that they have it set up, it's it's clear how the the fabric of Hogwarts is is like woven with Dumbledore essentially, right? Like mm-hmm. every everyone from the forest, from the from the lake, like everyone there love this this character, right? Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. It is cool. So, who is the guy giving the ceremony? We don't know. Yeah, Just like that's a random. good question because mm-hmm. he's a. a tousled hair guy in black robes which reads as a preacher or a vicar as they call him in England. But they don't have those. You don't have those in this world. So who is that guy? Is he a wizard preacher? Some sort of spiritual I assumed he would be like somebody who was really close to Dumbledore. I I actually had the same question. I was like if they don't care about religion then it would be like somebody who's really close to him who could speak to speak about him or speak to Give a you-googly. A you-googly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? That's a yeah. good question. Yeah, Probably Dumbledore's best friend. Who's Dumbledore's best friend? Yeah, it's, I mean, himself. <laughs> his uh, bachelor roommate. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And Harry breaks up with Ginny, and I re- I really like her at this point. Oh, she does. She does great with this, right? Like she she's like I she kind of. She understands, right? She immediately understands. She's like, oh, you're probably doing it for some noble reason or whatever. Right. Yeah, she gets it. Yeah. Um, she doesn't cry or plead with him or anything. Yeah, I, you know, I don't get it. Because Ginny, if there's a, a war, Ginny's going to be fighting it as much as anybody else. I, I don't understand how she's going to be more safe this way. Uh, I guess if, if it's not widely known that they're together, then maybe it I makes... Mean, but they've been snogging each other's snog holes all over the school. It can't be a secret, right? That's probably true, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it, it does seem a little bit of a stretch. I mean, I, like, maybe Harry doesn't get it, you know? Or know. maybe Harry thinks that if he's that, that he's not going to be coming back like at all so yeah, might possible. as well break up with her before he dies that's true because you can't break up with someone once you're dead mm-hmm. true yeah unless you're a ghost because they have those they do if he becomes a ghost then he can break up with her after he's dead right he has his final falling out with Scrimgower. oh I know Scrimgower wastes no time it's like <laughs> read a room bro <laughs> like you're at the funeral uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh yeah it doesn't go well yeah and Harry is not going to be returning to Hogwarts next year. He's going to go back to the Dursleys for the summer and then 
Godric's Hollow to visit his parents' graves, and then he's just going to track down the rest of the Horcruxes, kill Voldemort. Yeah, you know, so his summer plans, you know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Taking this show on the road, Harry Potter and the Hunters. Yep. Yeah. Go home, do some laundry. I don't know, go visit my parents' grave, find Horcruxes, kill Voldemort. Wait, do wizards do laundry? Isn't there a spell? What is it? Uh, there's a cleaning spell. Uh, I think they have a spell that means they can't smell B.O. Uh, mm. so they, they that's, never that's, do that. That makes matter, more yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. And Ron and Hermione will be joining him. Good. I mean, why wouldn't they, right? Right. We've seen what happens to Harry when he's on his own. So. I, I feel like that's a huge sacrifice on Hermione's part to not get to return for her last year. Uh, yeah. I think that'd be pretty devastating, but you know, this she's is, obviously doing it for a greater reason. In terms of prestige and real-world experience, this is like studying abroad, right? This, this, is, this is much more valuable in terms of learning things than a... Another year at Hogwarts. I mean, you it's get like that an practical experience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people could say, like, why Why did you leave Hogwarts a year early on your resume? And she's like, oh, I was fighting the Dark Lord with Harry Potter. Sure, but I, I, I just think that it would be very disappointing to miss your final year at school if, like, school's been so important to you. Uh, this, this book has kind of like an Empire Strikes Back thing going to me, you know? It ends in a pretty dark note. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. they're setting up, you know, a future, but, like, yeah, Dumbledore's just died. You know, someone got frozen in carbonite. It's like, all right. Hmm. Yeah. And that's Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. What do you think? How does this rank in terms of the books? Uh, near the bottom. Really? Wow. Yeah, well, the things I liked about the books were them going to the school and having interesting classes and having this goofy, candy-colored uh, wizard world. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do any of that stuff. They just did, like, plot machinations, and the plot wasn't very good. Mm. You're going to love the next book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, like, I uh, I remember the first time I read this. I don't remember exactly when it was, but um, I remember at the time this this felt like a pretty big move, killing off Dumbledore, because, Mm -hmm. like, to the point that I was like, "Eh, maybe this is, like, a trick. Maybe Dumbledore's like, okay, I don't know, fake his own death so he can, you know, live his life out as the sorting hat or whatever it is that Dumbledore does. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that, that body was just an automaton. It was the hat the whole time. <laughs> Wait, didn't we say Dumbledore's Hermione? Uh, so I'm, there you go. He's not actually dead. It's just Hermione. She's just happening to go along with him to find those horcruxes this yeah, summer. Yeah. Have we seen Hermione's hand? Is it withered? <laughs> oh, I haven't noticed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I still enjoy this book. I, I feel like it's, you know, knowing where, where it's going, this, is, this represents kind of like the the progression of well, I mean, the, the books get darker as they go, you know. Sure. Starting in book was it four? I think mm-hmm. it's when Cedric Diggory dies. Like as it goes, they, they kind of get more get more adult, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I like this one a lot. I would definitely put it in the top half of the favorite books. I like the the history. I like any time we get outside of Hogwarts. So I'm kind of the opposite mm-hmm. of you in some mm-hmm. ways, Jeff. Like. I thought it was really interesting learning about Voldemort's history, and I was glad. And I don't think Harry spent a lot of time being very angsty, which was very nice, and there was no Umbridge. So I was a fan. I enjoyed it. Oh, that reminds me. Umbridge was at the funeral? Seriously? Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, Not man. cool. Not yeah. cool, yeah. Mm. Uh, but I, um, I'm excited to watch the movie because I don't remember anything about it. Me either. Yeah. So it, it could mean that it's going to be really bad, though. I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we will find out. Yeah. I would argue that the 
the reason you don't remember the movie is probably because it's all a bunch of kind of plot stuff. Mm-hmm. And that stuff doesn't stick in your memory, right? It could be, mm-hmm. yeah. Like what sticks in your memory about, say, Star Wars is like the trench run and like Ben Kenobi fighting Darth Vader or whatever. Mm-hmm. Iconic scenes and stuff. And there wasn't mm-hmm. really anything like that here. Yeah, I, I, uh, that could be right. Yeah. I'll be curious to see how they do the cave scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just skip it. <laughs> Not important. <laughs> yeah. They just like, oh, we're going to get a Horcrux. And they're like, oh, man, that was really scary. Good thing we made it back alive. Barely. I'll, I'll be curious to see because one of the things that I've read the most online, like the biggest bitching I've seen from Harry Potter fans, is that movie Ginny is nowhere near as good as book Ginny. So I'll be curious to see if that holds up. Yeah. I, 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 I don't remember much about Ginny from the movie at all. Like mm-hmm. uh, Even up to now, right? And right. by this point in the series, Ginny had already kind of developed as a character. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And that's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be watching the movie Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. I am Alice Sullivan. That's at Alice M. Sullivan on Twitter and Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. That's at Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Mike Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at mwapodcast.com. We love hearing from you. Please give us good reviews wherever you get this, especially iTunes. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Finite Finite Podcast. Podcast.